Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. What is going on, everybody? Dominic Jimenez, another week here of titillating sports on the Sports Byline USA Broadcasting Network, and another week of Dom in the studio. Today, I'm pushing all the buttons myself. Was it cool having Daniel in the engineering room in the studio producing the show for me last week? Absolutely. But you know what? Today, I'm like, I just need to remind everybody that I'm a grown man and I can do it my dang self. So I just wanted to remind everybody that I can push all the buttons and still make it sound almost as good as if I wasn't pushing all the buttons and talking to you and doing interviews. Speaking of interviews, got a nice little show today. There's not eight guests. So that's always a good thing. We had eight last week when I was here on Thursday. Today, there's only four. We got PBA future Hall of Famer Bill O'Neill, the real deal Bill O'Neill, one of my favorite all-time bowlers. We got him coming up in like five minutes. We've got Jody McVeigh-Schultz, director of a new docuseries on HBO Max that comes out tomorrow. But we're not done yet. ATN specialist John Wright is going to join me in about an hour to talk cricket. Golf on last week and cricket today. Let's do it. It's what we like about ATN. They cover everything. They've got a specialist for everything. We love it. And then in about an hour and a half, you know him as Gene Belcher on Bob's Burgers. That's because it's Eugene Merman. So he'll be on. We got a nice show. Uh, The 25s this hour and the next hour are wide open, so you can give me a call. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. I'll throw you on. I'll push a button. If I'm on the air, it's going to be a chaotic, frenzied mess, but that's just what I do. We do chaos and frenzy. Thanks to everybody listening, uh, especially those of you on the American Forces Network. Thank you so much for your service. I'm Dominic Mendes. Let's get this thing going. Real deal. Bill O'Neill on the other side. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever. 
a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I need a gift for the person who has everything. Everything, including a super thoughtful daughter. It's possible with Staples Connect. I need a holiday tech gift for my husband that will make his jaw drop at a price that won't drop mine. Also possible because Staples Connect has big savings on the hottest holiday tech gifts. Now, Apple AirPods Pro are just $169. Explore all the great holiday tech at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 1218, limit two, in-store only, while supplies last. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back into the show. Dominic Jimenez here. And as you know, we've got an awesome relationship with the PBA. And as a league bowler myself, having grown up watching bowling and the PBA, I'm a big fan. So anytime we can uh, have a pro bowler on, we do it. And right now, I am joined by one of my all-time favorites, the 13-time winner on the PBA Tour, which includes two majors and three World Series of Bowling events. That is Bill O'Neill. Bill, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me on. No, it's absolutely my pleasure. And before we get into the PBA announcing their new schedule, Bill, you're a huge Sixers fan. How are you feeling after that nice win over my Warriors? I mean, it was uh, it was a good win. I, I certainly wasn't expecting them to to win that game, and you know the way that they did. So it was it was cool. I mean, as you know, uh, we're going through a lot of Sixers fans right now. We're just the, we're just hanging in the balance, waiting on to find out what's going to go on with uh, with with Ben Simmons. So you kind of you're like watching the games, but you don't really know what the team's going to look like in a few months. So it's kind of hard to really get super invested into it. Are you in the camp of, uh, I hope they work it out and he comes back, or good riddance, I'm ready to see what they can get for him? Well, I'm, I'm not a good riddance guy because I, I always thought he was a, a pretty good player, but he's never coming back. So that, you know, <laughs> that, that ship has certainly sailed. Like he's not, uh, it's not going to happen. It's never going to work. So, but they're, uh, you know, they just got to hold on to him until, the, until the, the right deal presents itself, I guess. All right, there it is. And like I mentioned, the PBA Tour 2022 schedule has been announced, and tickets are available now for the live event of the 2022 Guaranteed Rate PBA Tour season's finals events that last uh, January through February. Limited number of tickets can be purchased starting today for the PBA Players' Championship, featuring five regional finals and the championship finals in Euless, Texas, the PBA Junior National Championship finals, and the PBA PBA Junior doubles also. Uh, the U.S. Open in Indianapolis, the PBA Tournament of Champions, which returns to the historic AMF Riviera Lanes in Akron, Ohio. Uh, tickets, they vary by event, the prices. So head on over to PBA.com for more details and to purchase your tickets. And Bill, how excited are you to get back to a full schedule and fans are going to be allowed at all of the events? I'm, I'm really excited. You know, it's been a while since we've, you know, been back out into the onto the lanes full time, and, and certainly been a while since we've been back with you know with fans. You know, as a as a, a competitor, I, I love the, the fans out there. It brings out the best in, in in me as a as a player, and especially when you get to the you know the TV shows and having all the people there and just getting to feed off their their energy. You know, it was a uh, it's tough to 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 bowl and you're, you're bowling for your, your livelihood and your, your career. And these, these events mean so much and you're trying to, you're trying to win and then you, and you do it and you achieve those moments and you kind of like turn around, there's no one there. And so it, uh, it, it was a real, it was really tough to compete like that. So I'm really excited to get, to get back into it with, uh, you know, with full crowds again. As a league bowler, nothing's more disappointing when nobody sees you pick up a, a nice split. So I can imagine uh, when you're rolling, there's no crowd there. It's got to be a little deflating. Yeah. Well, yeah, and especially when you, uh, you're turning around and it's just your competitors are actually angry with you that you did anything well. So you need, you need, you'd like to have some positive reinforcement once in a while. There it is. Uh, you've been on tour since the 04-05 season. Uh, you're a vet. Uh, what are some of the changes that you've noticed over the years, uh, like the growth of the game, the, the changing of styles? We've seen the rise of the two-handed bowlers over the last 10 years or so. What are some of the observations that you've noticed, Bill, over the last 17 seasons? The biggest thing that I've noticed, obviously, you know, the two-handed game has grown so much, and I think that would probably be number one. But I think just largely it, it, it's the, um, you know, technology, the, the, the Internet, the way that we uh, – that, that people can get coached now and the access to knowledge – and these things that uh, you know I didn't have in in high school in, in in my college days I didn't have those you know that that type of access and now we have those things so when when the younger guys are coming out on tour they're way more prepared than we were and I remember being 
you know, 24, uh, you know, my, my rookie year and I come out and I was, I was scared, I was scared to death out there to bowl against the, you know, the, the Pete Webbers and the Emlito Monticelli's and Norm Dukes and, and the guys that come out now, they, they don't have that type of uh, fear because they, they feel like they've, you know, they've seen us, they've had access to us uh, throughout videos and uh, online coaching and all these different types of things that we didn't necessarily have uh, before. So they're just way more ready when they, when they come out and, and bowl against us. You mentioned your time in college uh, going into your rookie season. You were a three-time Bowling Writers Association of America Collegiate Bowler of the Year. What was that transition like being kind of on top of the world in college in terms of being a, uh, a bowler and then transitioning into the PBA, becoming a professional and basically, like you said, kind of bottom rung of the food chain? What was that transition like for you? Uh, I mean, I knew that the transition was going to be difficult. So as far as, you know, thinking I was going to go out there and just start winning right away, I, I certainly didn't, didn't think that. Um, the biggest transition for me was my, my physical game in itself. Um, and just the way that the college game was, was played at the, at the time, we, you know, we would bowl as five-man teams, and so there would be ten people on one pair of lanes bowling a, bowling a whole game. And we would do that for six games uh, on different pairs of lanes. And so um, – you know, I'm not sure exactly how familiar your audience would be with, with bowling, but, the, you know, the, there's oil on the lane. And, uh, you know, over time, the oil gets uh, pulled up by the spin of the bowling balls. And so you're, when you're doing that, uh, 10 people on a, on a pair, um, it makes the lanes really dry. And the, the oil, um, it, you know, goes away. And so you have to throw it really, really hard uh, because of the amount of games that are being bowled. Well, if you go on tour, there's only – um, two people on a lane and four people on a pair. So it, it, it happens at uh, a much slower rate and the lanes don't get nearly as dry. So my, my advantage in college was I could throw it harder than everybody else and my rev rate was really high. And so it gave me a huge advantage. Uh, and then when I came out onto the tour, it actually became a disadvantage because I, I didn't know how to slow down. And so that was the thing that, that hurt me the most for, for a couple of years until I actually was able to, to, to get my game into a, a position where I could succeed. We're speaking with Bill O'Neill, 13-time winner on the PBA Tour. Remember the 2022 guaranteed rate PBA Tour season finals events are live. You can check out the schedule and get tickets for the first two months of events running January through February on PBA.com. And Bill, one of the questions I love asking the pro bowlers, uh, at least those that have represented Team USA, is what is it like, A, representing your country, Team USA, in, in bowling events around the world? And then, two, uh, B, whatever, I think I started with A, so we'll go with B. And then, B, uh, winning gold and, and, you know, rocking the stars and stripes and, and, and winning and kind of cementing that, hey, I did this for my country. It's bigger than me. So what has that been like being a multi-time member and a multi-time winner on Team USA? It, it was, it's such a great experience, and it's, it's also incredibly unique for, uh, for, for bowling because we're used to doing everything individually. And so to be able to bowl for Team USA, and you know, most of the guys that I bowled with over my time with Team USA were some of my best friends. And so that was uh, such a great experience to be able to compete with your friends and not be competitors and to go out and then win with them and then to hear the you know national anthem while you're standing on top of the podium uh, 
you know, it's certainly an experience that I'll never forget. Probably, you know, I'm never experienced anything quite like that ever again. All right, and one last question for you, Bill. You're a regular in the CP3 Celebrity Invitational. Uh, you almost won it uh, this year, uh, bowling with Hannibal Burris. And you're a big sports fan. Maybe we talked about the Sixers for a few minutes at the beginning. What has that event been like for you being able to participate with uh, you know, basketball players and actors and football players, all while raising money for Chris Paul's uh, foundation? It's, it's great. I mean, every guy... And, and, and girl that I, I've met uh, over the years doing that event has been um, nothing but, but gracious towards all the, all the bowlers. And, you know, sometimes as, as bowlers, you get kind of like, uh, you know, demeaned when it comes to other, other sports and people don't think it's a sport and um, yada, yada. But we, you know, we go out there with those, with, with those people, they, they're people who excel at their, at their craft. And so they respect people who excel at their craft, no matter what that is. And so, it's really cool to get to um, to be around them, and, and um, you know, this year I got to bring my son, who's a he's a massive basketball fan too, and he's he's eight, so he was like he was like on cloud nine, getting to getting to meet Chris Paul, getting to you know sign jersey and all that stuff. So that uh, you know, it's been it's been a, a great experience. That's awesome. We've been speaking with Bill O'Neill, thirteen-time winner on the PBA tour, including two majors, and he's only one of two bowlers to have won three World Series of Bowling events. And a reminder, the PBA is super pumped to announce that the 2022 guaranteed rate PBA Tours season's finals events, which kicks off the season, uh, the tickets are available now. So the schedule is out. Tickets are available. You can go watch for the first two months uh, that's uh, the finals events, January through February. You can catch it all if you want to check out. If they're coming near you, go to PBA.com. You can look at the schedule. The ticket price is very per event. You can buy your tickets, too, from the PBA.com, that website. Bill, thanks so much for taking some time and joining me today. It was an absolute pleasure chatting with you and picking your mind on both Sixers and bowling. Uh, look forward to catching up with you again down the road. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me on, and I uh, hope to see everybody out uh, at some PBA events this year. That's right. PBA.com for tickets. Fans are back, folks. I'm Dominic Jimenez. More on the other side. own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. This is Titillating Sports with Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Oh, welcome back. I was busy singing and humming uh, Check Yes Juliet there by We the Kings and uh, didn't notice you there. <laughs> welcome back to the show, Dominic Jimenez. My thanks again to uh, Bill O'Neill, the real deal, Bill O'Neill. It was cool having him on. He's been on with Rick before, hasn't been on with me, so... Uh, considering he was one of my favorite bowler, or he is one of my favorite bowlers of all time, I liked having him on. And it's funny, I, I never knew he uh, struggled at the beginning of his career. I can say I've watched most of his career, but when he got started, I, I was kind of a little kid. I was 13. I was a tween. I guess that does technically make me a teenager, not a tween. But you know, um, Bill O'Neill and uh, all my guests later on today, all guests of Sports Byline, not just my show, which, yeah, not just my show, but all guests of Sports Byline will receive Columbia Sportswear Omni Heat products. Columbia Sportswear is launching the gold standard in warmth. Gold inside a jacket, you ask? You're damn right. Columbia's Omni Heat Infinity Lining uses thousands of gold dots to reflect your body heat, delivering podium-topping warmth without compromising breathability. Gold beats cold. That's right, gold beats cold. Head to Columbia.com to see more. There you go, Bill. We're sending you some nice Columbia products. All future guests, too. And all past guests. 
All right, you want to give me a call, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. I'll push a button, and we'll get you on the air. How does that sound? We'll talk some sports, whatever you want to talk about, as long as it's sports-related. You going to talk about the ridiculous Champions League round of 16 draw? Let's do it. Talk about how the 49ers won and had no right winning that game? Let's do it. Talk about Aaron Rodgers' toe? Sure, technically it's still sports because he hurt it again. He aggravated his toe in, re-aggravated his toe injury. So eh, there's a lot to talk about. Let's start with an updated playoff picture, though, huh? Yeah, let's do that. In the AFC, the one seed, the New England Patriots. Wow, I didn't realize Tom Brady was. Oh, that's right, Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. That's right. Mac freaking Jones and the Patriots. 9-4. and four. Titans, 2-seed, 9-4. and four. Chiefs, also 9-4. and four. They're the 3-seed. Ravens, 8-5. and five. They're the 4. Chargers, 8-5. and five. They're the 5-seed. Colts and the Bills are the 6th and 7-seed, both at 7-6. and six. Browns, Bengals, Broncos, all chasing, also at 7-6. and six. The Steelers, 6-6-1. Six, six the Raiders still in it. Six and seven. They got a lot of teams to pass, though. And the Dolphins, six and seven. Only three teams officially eliminated. The Jets at three and ten. The Texans at two and eleven. And Daniel Ogden, my buddy, my coworker, his Jaguars, two and eleven. In the NFC, one seed, the Cardinals. Two, the Packers, ten and three. Cardinals, ten and two. They play to Monday night. The Bucks. 10-3 after a nice overtime win against the Bills. Marred with controversy on the lack of penalties against the Bucks. The conspiracy. Oh, the NFL wants the Bucks to win. Yeah, whatever. Were they bad calls? Yes, but it wasn't rigged. Cowboys at 9-4. Uh, They're the 4 seed. Rams 8-4 five, are the 5 seed. Niners 7-6. They are the 6 seed. Uh, they should not have won yesterday against the Bengals, but here we are. And then Washington. The Washington football team currently has the last playoff spot in the NFC at 6-7. and seven. Vikings, Eagles, Falcons, Saints, all at 6-7. and seven. The Panthers and the Seahawks, 5-8. and eight. Only one team has been officially eliminated in the NFC, and that is the Detroit Lions, 1-11-1. The Giants and the Bears are 4-9 and nine and have way too many teams to pass in order to get into the playoffs, so... I'm just going to go ahead and say, yeah, probably not going to make it. That's just a fact, sorry. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Uh, one cool thing is we had a scorigami on Sunday. A what? A scorigami. Basically, a unique score that has never happened in the history of the NFL. We had another one. There have been a few this season. Which is kind of cool. And, you know, with the the change in the extra point, how it's not a chip shot gimme anymore, we've seen a lot more scorigamis over the last few years. And it's kind of cool. So scorigami happened yesterday. Chiefs Raiders. 48-9. First time we've ever had that final in an NFL game. It's the 107th 
That's right. 100 and... I'm sorry. 100. I'm an idiot. I can't read. 1,071st. How I missed this, the, the one there? I'm not sure. 1,071 unique final scores in NFL history after the Chiefs won 48-9. Earlier this year, the Rams beat the Giants 38-11. The Cardinals beat the Texans 31-5. The Colts have been involved in two. They beat the Jets 45-30. And then they, they beat the Bills 41-15. Five, but last season there were 12. Considering there's only a couple weeks left in the season, I don't think we're going to break that record. Just going to go out on a limb and say that. We're, we're, we're not going to break 12. I don't think basically the next, what, three weeks? Three weeks? 15, 16, 17. Four weeks! I forgot there's an extra week now. I don't think it's going to produce seven scoregamis. It's not impossible. Not at all. Not impossible. Very much not likely. Just saying. All right. I'm going to spend the last couple minutes here whining about the 49ers. They beat the Bengals. Good job. Beat the Bengals. Good stuff. On the road. Nice win. Went to overtime. So be it. George Kittle, another 150-yard receiving day. Had a touchdown. But yeah, the Niners had no right winning this game. This was, I'll say, 75% the Bengals' fault. Them just playing horribly. Their punt returner, he muffed three punts. Two of them ended up in the hands of the 49ers. And then their kick returner also fumbled. And it would have been even worse for the Bengals. Joe Burrow threw an interception, but there was a penalty. He fumbled on a sack by Nick Bosa, but there was a penalty on the Niners also. So it could have been even worse for the Bengals. And they somehow hung on. Jamar Chase, he ended up with two touchdowns. He dropped passes again. And I'm not talking about a dropped pass where it would have been a spectacular play if he had made the catch. No, 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 no. I'm talking, he's running a slant across the middle. The ball hits him dead in the hands. The stereotype, like the way they teach you, it's out in front of him, right at the chest, hands right there, and it looked like he was the defender, and the ball just bounced off his hands like he had batted it down. The Bengals played horribly. They did everything they could to let the 49ers win. The 49ers scored three points in the second half. So that's three points in the last... Two weeks they've scored in the second halves. I was at the Seahawks 49ers game. They did not score in the second half. And Brandon Ayuk made a great play in overtime to to leap for the end zone and score a touchdown. George Kittle made great catch after great catch. Debo Samuel, can we get the ball in that guy's hand a little bit more, Kyle Shanahan? How about that? Now I'm complaining. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's got a future on dancing with the stars. Because he loves dancing in the pocket. He's got a future. He's a future mirror ball trophy winner. I'm just going to say it now. But they won, so I I guess I can't be that annoyed. All right, coming up on the other side of the break, Jody McVeigh Schultz talking about the murders at Starved Rock. I'm Dominic Jimenez. This is Titillating Sports.
You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. At Alico.com, let us help you create your own backyard oasis, offering fire pits, pergolas, awnings, patio furniture, heaters, inflatable hot tubs, and more. We employ a group of highly skilled and knowledgeable employees who are happy to help you each step of the way. View our full selection at Alico.com. That's A-L-E-K-O.com. 10% off plus free shipping on any item. Use code RADIO10 at checkout. Alico.com. Now, more of Titillating Sports with guest host Dominic Jimenez. Welcome back to the show. Dominic Jimenez on the microphone here. This is the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Heard around the world and across the United States on the American Forces Radio Network and our many terrestrial affiliates. Very excited to welcome in my next guest. That is Director Jody McVeigh-Schultz the director of the HBO documentary series The Murders at Starved Rock, which debuts December 14th, available on air on HBO and streaming on HBO Max. It'll be a two-episode premiere on Tuesday and the finale on Wednesday. And the series explores the 1960 brutal murders of three women at Starved Rock State Park 
in LaSalle, Illinois. Jody, let's start there. How did you come to learn about these murders and become involved with this project? Yeah, so I had uh, worked on a show uh, called McMillions for HBO. I was the lead editor on that. And uh, the guy who sort of ran the production company that made that came to me and said, hey, I have this story. And I had never even heard of Starbrock, uh, the state park in Illinois. Um, But once I heard this story, just so complex, I really went down the rabbit hole. I'm the the type of documentarian that, you know, I hear a story and I'm up till 4 a.m. going down the rabbit hole, essentially. And um, yeah, there were just so many layers to this. And so I was fascinated by it immediately. All right, and tell us a little bit more about the murders and and the convicted killer, Chester Wager, who has maintained his innocence for 60 years. He's still alive in jail. Yeah, so Chester Wager confessed to this crime, uh, you know, after he was arrested. And then two days later, he recanted his confession and then has maintained his innocence for 60 years um, and never wavered from that. Um, And so... You know, that right there is pretty significant. Um, And it's, you know, that's kind of often where, like, if the Innocence Project is looking at um, a possible false conviction, that's where they start, you know, that somebody's maintained their innocence for 60 years, even when sort of uh, admitting to the crime and showing remorse could help them get out of jail in a parole hearing. Um, He still hasn't done that. So, you know, that was sort of the first red flag. And then you start reading about the investigation, and there are a lot of red flags there. Um, and yeah, the truth was very complex. And how much of that was the, the town? Cause you know, anytime there's a small town, you know, they like to keep things tight knit and it, it was a bit of a rural town. Um, how much of the politics of small town life came into play here in terms of kind of trying to sweep this under the rug where, hey, we've got this guy Chester, he's good for it, let's just just do what we got to do and put him away. How did small-town dynamics play into the investigation and ultimately the the conviction of Chester? A ton. And small-town dynamics are still playing a role 60 years later. Um, I I really feel like the town, it's this area called LaSalle, Peru, um, is really a character in this um, because you know, the sort of truth and mythology have become mixed together. Um, And really the town is split almost 50-50 between people who think that he's guilty and people who think that he's innocent. Um, You know, one of the reasons that this sort of all came about is there had been eight months without an arrest after these murders. And then the local authorities uh, took over and investigated it themselves. And that's how... um, you know, they came to arrest Chester. Um, and now there's a sort of uh, group of what I call DIY detectives um, that are kind of, that believe in Chester's innocence and, you know, helped bring forth the sort of case for his innocence. Um, and, you know, you have to, if you're in the town, you have to decide who you believe. Um, And you also have to decide whether what you're hearing is, uh, you know, exaggerated by the rumor mill or based in fact. All right. And as the director, obviously, your role is to tell a story. It's 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 not to necessarily 
film it in a certain way that, oh yeah, Chester's the bad guy, he's definitely guilty, or to film it in, in uh, Chester is completely innocent, it's not him. How, what was that dynamic like where you're in an environment where the, the, essentially the decision on whether this guy is guilty is split, he maintains his innocence, there's you know a lot of red tape that I'm sure you had to go through because it doesn't sound like the original investigation yeah. was completely on the up and up. So when you're putting this series together, what was that like for you trying to toe the, the line of balance? Yeah, uh, you really have to come in with an open mind. And, you know, I was approaching people on all sides of this and just saying, look, you know, I haven't come to any sort of preconceptions with this. Um, I'm just here to listen and, you know, take everyone seriously and and seriously consider what they have to say. Um, And then also, I think what's really unique about this is that we are seeing the story unfold through the eyes of this guy named David Reculia son of the original prosecutor and came to think, you know, are these rumors about Chester being possibly innocent true? I need to get to the bottom of this. Um, And so he's got a really unique lens through which to see this. And he went on this roller coaster ride. You know, he grew up with Chester Weger as his childhood boogeyman and then came to sort of see the exact opposite side of it. Um, and really over, you know, 18 years, he started filming his own documentary, which is featured heavily in our sort of film within a film. Um, and he started that in 2003. And yeah, we just sort of saw things through from a very unique perspective, given what he experienced. And what is that? What was that like working with David? Because he was so involved. His dad was the prosecutor. Uh, he was. I remember checking it out in the trailer for this. That it said he he said I was afraid for my life because there was going to be some kind of payback on me because I was the son of the prosecutor. So with somebody who's right. so invested in it, obviously he wants the actual truth because he he knows there's something off. He's got that gut feeling, and a lot of times when somebody's got a gut feeling like that. It, there, there's some kernel of truth to it. So what was it like working with him, kind of having him be the one pushing the story forward and kind of being the face of the investigative team here? Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, you know, I commend him for having an open mind. I think, you know, he obviously grew up in the House of the Prosecutors or he heard the prosecution's case sort of first. Um but he also got a chance to meet uh, Chester in prison. And I think that experience was a huge moment for him um, and sort of like sent him forward on a really intense journey. And, you know, at the center of this is also him interviewing his father um, and they kind of hash things out. And it's interesting because it's both, you know, his father's his hero and it's, it's very respectful, but he also, they have very different worldviews. You know, um, I think his father was religious about the law. He felt like, you know, if if uh, the law decided this man's guilty, then he had to be guilty. And David sort of came from this different perspective. And it's really interesting to just see them sort of hash it out. We're speaking with director Jody McVeigh Schultz. He's the director of the HBO documentary series The Murders at Starved Rock which debuts on Tuesday, December 14th, available on air on HBO and streaming on HBO Max. It'll be a two-episode premiere on Tuesday and the finale on Wednesday, and the series explores the 1960 brutal murders of three women at Starved Rock State Park in LaSalle, Illinois. Um, 
one more question about the town. What did the murders do to the town? Not necessarily whether Chester was innocent or guilty, but I think anytime something as grisly as three murders take place in one town, let alone a small town, the community can either band together or be terrified. So what did the murders do to the town? Yeah, I think there was real terror that no one had been arrested. I mean, it took eight months um, for someone to be arrested. Um, And I think that whole time it was a town where no one had ever locked their doors. And now, you know, the local hardware store, as the story goes, ran out of deadbolts. Um, So people were really terrified of this. Um, And, you know, what's interesting is that it's had this elongated effect. You think this is a, a... triple murder that happened in 1960 people can't still be talking about it arguing about it in bars that kind of thing and they still are and it's passed down through generations um and i think it's still been this rift i think uh, you know one of the things david who is sort of our eyes and ears um in this story wanted to do is provide some closure for the town at least get everything out on the table um because it still is a rift in this local community. All right. And what has it been like working on an investigation like this, that watching the trailer and reading more about it really gave off the feel of a scripted drama show or a movie where small town, three brutal murders of of young women and somebody gets convicted, he maintains his innocence. And then 60 years later, we're still talking about it. And now we've got a documentary series trying to figure out what actually happened. What is Has it felt surreal? What has it been like working on something that feels like it was ripped out of a a, a TV show from the 60s? Yeah, it it is surreal. Um, And, you know, I think what's interesting is the difference with this being documentary in real life is that you have real people at the center of this that are deeply affected, just generations of families deeply affected. Um, So obviously there is, you know, the story is meant to be dramatic, well-told, entertaining, but at the heart of it are people where the stakes are so high for them. Um, and you really want to do their stories justice really on all sides. Um, and so that's the sort of pressure (laughs) that you're put under as you're making this kind of thing, um, that you really want to tell the full story, um, in, in all its sort of complexity, you know? All right, and one last question for you, Jody. Obviously, don't give me a spoiler or anything, but does the investigation come up with a definitive conclusion? Can can we expect some kind of resolution to a 60-year-old mystery? Here's what I will say, and you're going to have to watch all three episodes to find out. But um, it was clear to me that sort of the official story that had been told of this was not the complete truth, right? That there was more to it. Um, and you know, it is a complicated story. Um, but we definitely uncovered things that I think are completely new, um, and will really shock people, um, especially those who know the case. Um, but yeah, it's one of those where we really wanted to tell the complete story, even, uh, with its sort of complexity, um, that you end up with. 
There it is. Jody McVeigh Schultz, director of the HBO documentary series The Murders at Starved Rock, which debuts tomorrow, Tuesday, December 14th, available on air on HBO and streaming on HBO Max. It's a three-part series. It will be a two-episode premiere on Tuesday and the finale on Wednesday. I implore you to check it out. Like I was saying, this sounds like it was an episode of CSI or Cold Case or something, but no, folks, this is real life. This really happened, and uh, Chester Weger has maintained his innocence for 60 years. Jody, thank you so much for taking some time and uh, joining me today. Look, can't wait uh, to check out the series uh, starting tomorrow on HBO. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks. All right, I'm Dominic Jimenez. Uh, that was awesome. I'm really looking forward to checking that out uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. I'm Dominic Jimenez. This is Tito Sports. Hey, Jody, thanks so much for taking... there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. 
Steel Man Pills, going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Now, more of Titillating Sports with guest host Dominic Jimenez. Welcome back to the show, Dominic Jimenez. In for Rick Tittle all week because, you know, why would you go all the way? Why would you go to all the way to New York for a, a few days? Because it's New York and you got the red carpet treatment with Army Navy. That's why you would. But Rick Tittle didn't. I don't blame him. I would have turned it into a, a week and a half instead of a, a three days also. So I don't blame him one bit. So we'll wrap this thing up here. And on the other side, we've got uh, a couple more guests. Uh, 12 after in the next hour, we've got John Wright, ATN specialist. We'll talk some cricket. I'm actually looking forward to it. I don't know a damn thing about cricket other than bowlers and uh, uh, a Yorker, which I think is a type of ball, or a pitch or something. Don't understand how it works. But I, it's it's kind of cool. I, I, I'm fascinated to ask him questions. And then 40 after, in the next hour, we've got uh, Eugene Merman, who's going to be at Sketchfest, which is returning to San Francisco. The comedians will be descending upon this city by the bay doing comedy things. After last year, it was all digital and virtual. I think it was Apocalypse Fest. It forgot what it was. It was something like that, but it was all digital. So that'll be that'll be that'll be cool to have Sketchfest back in the city. It it it's an annual event, so it really makes it feel like hey, things a little normal again, a little bit, just kind of. We all have to wear masks and be vaccinated or have a negative test to get into these buildings, but hey, at least we can go to these buildings again. At least they're open. At least the comedians are here. Netflix announced their festival in Los Angeles is going to be in person too, so. The comedy scene, it's back. I'll ask Eugene Merman about one of the shows is going to be in his honor. That should be cool. He's got to be hyped for that, I hope. We're going to find out in about 50 minutes. I'm Dominic Jimenez. Stay mo- stay with us. More titillating sports on the other side on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Radio News with Tim Berg. I intend to travel uh, to Kentucky on Wednesday. President Biden announcing his travel plans as the president received a briefing from FEMA officials about tornadoes that hit several states in the South and Midwest, including Kentucky. The president also explaining how the disaster declaration will help Kentucky. This gives me the tools to provide everything that we can 
in the federal, from the federal level, uh, from expert search and rescue teams to immediate and longer-term help with housing. Student loan payments are getting set to restart soon. Federal payments were paused with interest rates set at zero at the start of the coronavirus pandemic. The Biden administration rolling out one or more final extensions in August with the pause ending on January 31st of next year. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Take some of the worry out of winter driving. No one wants to get stuck. Discover Track Grabber. Long the extreme traction secret of the U.S. Border Patrol, Track Grabber keeps law enforcement from getting stuck. The Department of Justice uses Track Grabber. So does the South Dakota Highway Patrol and many more. Now, Track Grabber's extreme traction is available to keep you from getting stuck. Skip the stuck. Put a set in all your vehicles. Don't have your loved ones waiting for help. Track Grabber installs as easily as jumpers cables. Be the hero this holiday. Give the gift of rescue. Track Grabber Extreme Traction is lightweight, easy to use and store, safe and very effective. Get all the details at trackgrabber.com. That's trackgrabber.com. Use promo code ROCKSTAR for 20% off your full order. Go now. Supplies are limited. trackgrabber.com. Promo code ROCKSTAR. Be a hero. Give the gift of rescue. trackgrabber.com. Promo code ROCKSTAR. With Christmas nearing, the holiday rush is going full blast. Experts predicting the volume of online shopping and shipping this season will break records. Delivery services want to keep up with the pace with this holiday rush underway. The Postal Service saying beginning today through the 18th will be the busiest mailing, shipping, and delivery week of the year. This as Zach Diners. DHL Facility Operations Manager tells Fox Business they've been staffing up since the coronavirus pandemic began. You know, we've been living peak for almost two years now. So with the pandemic, we we saw, we hired about 3,000 people last year and then this year to really support kind of this boom that we've seen. We've added another 2,000 people across the U.S. to really support the industry. Despite the Supreme Court allowing a new abortion law to remain in effect in Texas, abortion clinics remain open. However, there's only about 20 abortion clinics left in the state. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The White House is continuing to learn more about the new coronavirus variant. Continued concerns regarding the latest COVID-19 variant, Omicron, which is spreading quickly, but which health experts say doesn't seem to be any worse than some other strains of the virus. Health experts are still working to learn more about it. In the meantime... Dr. Anthony Fauci of the NIH and of the White House COVID-19 team says on ABC's This Week, he believes it's still very important to get vaccinated and to also get the booster shots. Well, I certainly think, George, it's the optimal care. I mean, for official uh, requirements, it's still 
two shots of the mRNA and one shot of the J&J. &J. But I think if you look at the data, the more and more it becomes clear that if you want to be optimally protected, you really should get a booster. And from the New England Bureau of USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. New York's indoor mask requirement starts Monday, which means mask wearing will be required at all indoor public places unless the business has a vaccine requirement. One restaurant owner in Yonkers tells Fox News he believes the mandate will work as it will keep employees and customers safe. If it's a ruler, it's for everybody, you know. No, not for me, not for another, not for everybody. No, it's better. More news on Facebook at USA Radio. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Another hour of Dominic Jimenez hosting titillating sports here on the Sports Byline USA broadcast network. Give a shout out to all the troops listening on the American Forces radio network. Thank you for your service and protecting us and allowing me to sit in a room talking into a metal cylinder. Because that's behind the scenes. That's really what I'm doing is I'm just sitting here. The other studio, completely dark. I don't like the lights too bright, so it's a moderately lit room that I'm in. Got a couple computer monitors in front of me. I got the board in front of me. I got the phone in front of me. And a metal cylinder that is my microphone. That's about it. But thank you for joining us. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can give me a call. Uh, the only segment I have open is in about 18 minutes, so 25 after. Then you can give me the call, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529, and we can talk sports. I saw some of the Raider game. I know a lot of Ricks fans are Raider fans. Let's talk Raiders, baby. Just win, baby, or just talk Raiders, baby. I feel bad. <laughs> Rick met up with Charlie in uh, New York uh, on Sunday to watch the game at a bar, at a Raiders bar. That had to be not a fun environment to be in. Raiders got thumped. I think they actually beat the Chiefs earlier in the year. 
So going into Arrowhead and uh, getting absolutely smashed, um, probably not a good feeling. So I really shouldn't complain about my 49ers winning in ugly fashion because at least they won. Coming up on the other side against the number cricket specialist. That's right. We're going to talk some cricket. John Wright joins me. We're going to talk. I, I don't even know what it's called. I don't know if it has a nickname like basketball's hoops. Soccer's the beautiful game. Baseball's America's past. We're going to talk cricket. A global sport, but not here in America. So we'll get going with that. And uh, again, a call. one eight, And then Eugene Meerman, com- comedian. He'll join me in about half an hour. Dominic Menace, Tiddling Sports. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com.
Now, more of Titillating Sports with guest host Dominic Jimenez. Welcome back to the show. Dominic Jimenez here on the microphone. It is 12 after of the third hour of the show, and you know what that means. It is time for our Against the Number segment. Against the Number is a group of highly skilled, reasonable price team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only. It's beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket, like my next guest, to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist specific packages. Prices are reasonable, tracking and distribution process is simple, and the results are real. As I mentioned, we're going to talk some cricket now with Against the Number Specialist, John Wright. John, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome. To, uh, thanks for having me. Of course, no problem. So, John, let's start there. How did you become a fan and fall in love with the sport of cricket? Uh, well, it, it, it was a long time, really, from school. I mean, in, in England, uh, the, the summer, it's a summer sport. I mean, you play soccer in the winter. And you play cricket in the summer, so it was basically straight from school. Uh, I followed it at, at county level, and then obviously watching the England national team. I followed the England national team through, all over the world. I've, I've been to um, West Indies, India, Pakistan, Australia, New Zealand, just watching them all over the world. I find it very fascinating, um, and, and and it's a sport that's evolved massively over the last probably 20 years. I mean, primarily it would have been like test match cricket, which is five-day stuff, which they're playing at the moment. But obviously now you've come to one-day cricket, 2020, and it, there's a sort of quick turnaround, and it's very, very stats-driven, which uh, I, like, I like sports that are stats-driven. You mentioned the ICC World Test Championship that's in progress. Is, is it essentially a global league? Because I see they're playing for months on end, or is this some kind of just elongated tournament? Yeah, it goes on for it goes on for two years. I mean, they play they play yeah they play uh, in different countries. Um, he's, he's, he's only the test playing nations, which there are six test playing nations. Uh, at the moment, England are playing uh, in Australia, where uh, they're getting a bit of a beating at the moment. Both the series has only just started, and, and what happens is countries get accrue points for, for whether they win at home or win away. They get more points when they win away. Cricket's a very, very hard game to win away from home. It's, uh, it's primarily dominated by the home team's uh, conditions. In cricket, um, a country can uh, get conditions that suit, adopt to conditions that suit their own particular um, strengths in their team. So they have certain wickets and pitches that will suit their bowlers. So hence, it's always very, very difficult for any nation to win away from home. What are some of the common misconceptions about critic, uh, cricket that you get when people ask you about the sport and ask you to explain it a little bit? What is it like? What about this? What about that? What are some of the most common misconceptions? I, I, I would imagine one of them, oh, it's like baseball, right? Yeah, a lot of people think it's like baseball. It's, it's very, very long, um, traditionally long, long game. There's a lot of rules. Um, yeah, I think it's a, a case of, I think, when your first impressions of it, it's very, very complicated. Uh, the scoring's quite complicated, but I think once you get into it and you understand it, it it's, it's quite uh, easy to pick up. And what you're finding is, Dom, that the the, the smaller, quick turnaround uh, games are parts of the sport, which is like the 2020, uh, which we have had a World Cup recently. 
they, the, the younger generation like that because it's, it's quick attention span. It, it moves very, very quickly, and, and it, it's over in you know it's over in a couple of hours. Um, and unlike test matches, which go on for five days, and they seem to um, suit the more traditional older generation like myself. It, it, forgive me if this is a ridiculous question, but how many different versions of cricket are there? Because you mentioned a quicker-paced, shorter uh, match style. You mentioned the test version. Yeah. How many teams do these nations have? Um, well, the, the, a, a nation will have a test side, um, which will a test cricket is played over five days. Uh, then they'll have an ODI, a one-day international side, which is, uh, which is played over... 50 overs, which again will probably last up one day. It's a one day, one day international. And then you have the the 2020 version, which is like 20 overs aside, which is usually wrapped up in about two or three hours. So there'd be your three um, formats, your international formats that are in, in the game today. And we're speaking with John Wright against the number cricket specialist against the number dot com. Um, the men's T20 World Cup in Australia begins next October. What has COVID's effect been on the sport? Because you mentioned they're playing in Australia right now, and I know Australia has had some of the str- uh, most stringent uh, rules about entering and leaving the country. So what has uh, the pandemic's effect on the sport been like? Oh, it's been huge. Um, I mean, the, the test plan, the, the, the international playing nations, obviously, are far and wide. Uh, South Africa, Australia, England... New Zealand, uh, Pakistan, um, they're, they're all sort of spread all over the world. So obviously with minimal travel uh, and obviously with Australia having a very, very strict, and New Zealand having a very, very stringent lockdown, there's been a minimal cricket, um, uh, travel, travelling cricket, so players uh, haven't been allowed to travel. So hence, this Ashes series, series that's just started, Dom, we're in the second test that starts this week. Both, both sides are very undercooked. There hasn't been a lot of... Uh, Test match cricket, so it's um, yeah, it's, 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 the, the COVID's had a huge effect on it. And is there cricket on a club level? Because I, I know you know when we think about it, it's it, the first thing that comes to mind, my mind at least, is international play. It's always you know England or India or, or Pakistan or whatever, or Australia, whoever it might be. But is there cricket that exists on a club level in terms of you know I think like. In soccer, you know, you got your Real Madrid's, Manchester United, and all those guys go play for their national teams. Is there cricket on a club level that is popular yeah. overseas? Yeah, when it, yeah, Dom, when it when it sort of goes down to a lower level, it's sort of like domestic cricket is driven by regions. Like, so Australia will be different by states. Mm. Each state will have their side. England's driven by counties, and then you go further down to grassroots level. So, in a, in a town or a village, they'll have a cricket team, a local cricket team, which you know you you'd grow up with and, you know, your dad would play for and, and you'd play for and that that's sort of the grassroots level. And if you're good enough, then you go to county level and then you, then you go into international level. So there's, um, yeah, it does. I mean, that's where majority of people would have started their cricket education would have either been in schools. Um, we haven't got the collegiate system over here, obviously, but you would have started either in schools or at club level. All right, and one last question for you, John. In a few different polls over here in the States, soccer is now the number four most popular sport. It's, it's past hockey, and it's near NHL. Um, what would you say as an expert, what are the chances of cricket's growth happening over the next 30 years here in the United States? 
Yeah, I can see I can see it catching on big time. Uh, you know, I mean, in, in very very, there's a lot of Indians that are around the world um, that are and cricket. They're cricket mad. I mean, it's not it's not their um, their uh, national sport, but they are cricket mad. You know, billions of people like cricket, and there's Indians all, all over the world. So, I, I can see I can see there being a major league uh, in America within. I wouldn't say 30 years, Tom. I would probably say within five years, and I think. Like everything, America do everything big, don't they? So I can see, I can see a major league cricket in America. Probably starting off with 2020, something that's quick, a bit jazzy. You know, the, the Americans know how to spice something up. So I think that that will happen in the next five to ten years. I don't think it'll be as big as soccer, but I think it, I think it could be very big. There it is. In five years, John Wright thinks cricket may take off in the United States. I'm looking forward to it because I, I, I love learning about new things. And admittedly, you can tell by some of my questions. You can tell I don't know a lot about cricket, so this was very insightful for me, John. Remember, you can check out John and all of the other specialists in pretty much any sport you can imagine. They, against the Number, they cover it all. So head to againstthenumber.com to find uh, some of John's packages and his plays on cricket as well as you know, all the other specialists on other sports. John, it was an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much for taking some time and joining us. Thanks a lot, Dom. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Mike. Bye. All right, take care. Cheers. I'm Dominic Jimenez. we got open lines on the other side. This is Titillating Sports. either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Now, more of Titillating Sports with guest host Dominic Jimenez. Welcome back to Titillating Sports on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. My thanks to John Wright. I just talked cricket. I had fun. (laughs) I wish I, I, I think I need to find like a cricket for dummies book because I enjoyed what John had to say and I'm fascinated now. To learn more about cricket and to understand it. I, I've watched cricket. No idea what was going on. At all. If the crowd got excited, I'm like, alright, cool, yeah. Something good happened. But I don't know what. The intri- and it, I, I know it's an intricate sport with a lot of details and rules, but... I still want to learn about it. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529 is the number... Eugene Merman joins me on the other side of the break in about 13 minutes. But before that, we have a cool little giveaway for you here. Thanks to our friends at the Shout Factory. It's a two-disc Blu-ray plus DVD combo pack of the 2021 World Series Collector's Edition, the Atlanta Braves complete game set on Blu-ray, available for Braves fans starting tomorrow. I'm holding one copy in my hand. You can hear the plastic. Yeah, you can hear the plastic. World Series champions, the Atlanta Braves, narrated by Grammy Award-winning recording artist and Atlanta's own Luda Ludacris. He narrates the Braves' championship run in the 2021 World Series film. For Hank Aaron, Phil Necro, for Braves country, the Braves are the 2021 World Series champions, proving that anyone's game once the postseason begins. That's exciting. And yeah, I know a friend who picked up the 2020 edition that was a Dodgers uh, World Series one, and it was an incredibly done film. And I have no doubt that this one is going to be fantastic also. And I like it better already because it doesn't, I'm looking at it, doesn't make me feel sad that the Dodgers won the World Series. I'm a Giants fan for context. So it's out tomorrow, December 14th. That's right, December 14th. The World Series champions 2021 
Atlanta Braves, presented by Major League Baseball and our friends at Shout Factory. Ludacris. Luda himself narrates this. Yeah, that's right. Luda, roll out. Move. All the all the all the classics. You can check it out. 2021 World Series Collector's Edition. The Atlanta Braves. It's out now. Blu-ray DVD combo pack. Excuse me. Out tomorrow, December 14th. And we've got a copy to give it away. All you gotta do is give me a call and we'll give it away. All right, and you know, 2021 couldn't end without something really weird happening in sports, right? Right. No, I'm not talking about another Scorigami. That's, at this point, it's not that weird of a thing. But like I said, we had to have something weird happen, right? It's just the way the last two years have been. It's funny, I feel like I've been saying the last year and a half forever, just talking about the pandemic. And now we're in December. It's it's uh, it's pretty close to two years. Yikes. Anyway, the Champions League draw, and of course it was soccer that had the sketchy thing go down. It couldn't be anything else, could it? No, it had to be soccer. The Champions League round of 16 draw took place this morning. And when I got up, and it happened early in the morning, when I got up, I'm like, cool, my team Real Madrid, they're playing Benfica, uh, a team from Portugal. I'm not going to say it's going to be a cakewalk, but we avoided one of the big teams. Well, they redid the draw, and now Real Madrid's playing Paris Saint-Germain. Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. Yeah, that thing's changed. And I, I know you're, you got to be wondering, wait, what do, what do you mean they redid it? They did the draw, and then they redid it because there was a, a technical error. So what happened, it was redone due to the error. Uh, Manchester United was mistakenly drawn against fellow group survivors via Real out of Spain in the first draw, and then uh, Manchester United was not replaced when the initial error was corrected. UEFA the governing body of European soccer, decided to redo the entire draw. Not fix their one mistake. Redo the entire thing. This is what they said. Following a technical problem with the software of an external service provider that instructs the officials as to which teams are eligible to play each other, a material error occurred in the draw for the UEFA Champions League round of 16. As a result of this, the draw has been declared void and will be entirely redone, which they ended up doing. The new draw paired PSG with Real Madrid. Um, Leah, Lila, Lille. I'm just going to call them Losk. The winners of the French League will play Chelsea. They actually got them in both draws. And Inter Milan versus Liverpool is one of those two big team showdowns in addition to PSG and Real Madrid. The Champions League resumes in February. Do you really need a computer to tell you who's allowed to play who? Really? Hmm. Let's put all the winners here and all of the other survivors here. Let's make sure they can't play each other. I guess it couldn't be that easy, could it? It's always something with soccer. It's astonishing. 
especially European soccer, there's always something sketchy going on. Now, I'm not calling this sketchy. I'm just saying it's really weird, man. The easiest fix was to just fix United Villarreal. You would have interrupted two games. You would have adjusted that, and you would have adjusted the other one, which would have swapped opponents. But you couldn't do it that easy, could you? Of course not. One more soccer note. I'm just going to make this a soccer segment because why not? It's my show this week. I don't care what the branding says at the beginning of the hour. Rick Tittle, Rick Tittle. No. All the rejoins have my name. It's my show. I'm the captain now. Shout out to New York City FC for winning the MLS Cup. What a game. They led one nothing for a lot of the game. And then literally, and I'm not kidding you, literally five seconds left in the game. That's right. Five seconds. It was the 93rd minute and 55 seconds. There were four minutes of stoppage time on the clock. Five seconds left in the game. Portland tied it. Should have been a foul. They shouldn't have scored, but they did with five seconds left. That's exciting. It was in Portland. The stadium went ballistic. I don't blame them. So it's one-to-one. They go to overtime. Neither team scores. They end up going to penalty kicks. And when when, when, when the goal was scored, I was like, can you ask for a better final in any kind of sport? Not just soccer. Any kind of sport where one team's winning for a good portion of the game, and then at the very last literal second, a team ties it. Could you imagine? Actually, it's kind of like the Patriots and the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Sorry, Semper Vivi. Make sure you check out Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi after this show. You can't ask for a better ending than that. The, the, the flair for the dramatics, the last second nature of the tie game. The team was on the brink of a disappointing loss at home and they turned it around. The crowd was behind them. They forced overtime. They didn't end up winning. I think Portland made two out of their five penalty kicks. And I think New York City FC went three for four. And obviously they they won it because you know, Portland couldn't catch them. So shout out to New York City FC. We got like two minutes left for a guest caller. Uh, guest, I am pushing all the buttons myself. So who with whom am I speaking? This would be one Charlie from New York City. Disappointed Crying Charlie after- from New York City. Charlie, how are you? Boy, yes, the highlight was meeting Rick, and <laughs> it was it was so abysmal that we walked out at halftime. It was uh, 35-3. Um, I don't know if you uh, – you had – earlier in the year, the Raiders got blown out by them too. Not early in the year, four or five weeks ago in, in, in Las Vegas. They played on a Sunday night, and they beat them by 30 points there too. Uh, but I don't know if you – Followed any of the highlights of the game or anything, but they before the game started started, Jan Ngagwe brought the whole team to the center of the field on top of the Chiefs logo, and they did a mm-hmm. dance, sort of to uh, I guess to inspire the team. 
and show disrespect. And then literally on the first play of the game by the Raiders, Josh Jacobs fumbled the ball and uh, safety returned it for a touchdown. So it was 7 nothing, 10 seconds into the game. Yep. And it was all downhill from there. Yeah, so really quick, Charlie, I'm going to say two things. One, I get all of Rick's tweets on my phone, so it's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. He's with Charlie. Okay, oh, that's what Charlie looks like. That's kind of cool. I hope they have fun. And then I flipped on Red Zone. I saw the fumble. I'm like, oh, okay, they're probably not having fun, but there's a lot of time left. And then I saw Rick's tweet, like, maybe half an hour later, asking for Netflix recommendations, so I knew it uh, all went bad. And then one other thing, Yannick Ngagwe, for a guy who used to play for the Jaguars, that's very bold of him to lead the charge out and stomp well, on the thing. Well, uh, what's the honey badger? Came to, uh, uh, math, uh, Matthew, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he said that true, true champions don't act in that manner. They're right. He, Charlie, correct. I'm so sorry. I got to run. I got to hit a break. It, we'll, I'll catch you next All time, right. Charlie. Thank you. See you later, buddy. Bye. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is, your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. At Alico.com, we are the number one automated driveway gate brand in the USA. Each gate is meticulously handcrafted from powder-coated galvanized steel. 
They are resistant to chipping, scratching, and fading, and come with an unheard of 10-year warranty, making them beautiful for years to come. We offer a wide variety of styles and sizes to choose from. See our full selection at alico.com. That's A-L-E-K-O.com. 10% off plus free shipping on any item. Use code RADIO10 at checkout. Alico.com. This is Titillating Sports with Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. All right. Welcome back to the show. Dominic Jimenez here. We have a, another guest. Very excited. Very excited to welcome in comedian slash actor Eugene Merman. Uh, after being digital last year, SF Sketchfest is back live from January 7th to the 23rd, 2020. Tickets and schedule available now at sfsketchfest2022.com. And Eugene will be participating in three different, uh, we'll call it panels or shows, or he'll make three appearances, let's just call it that, at uh, Sketchfest. The first being Friday, January 14th at 7.30, and again at 10 o'clock, so that's two of them, as part of the Stop Joking for 100 Years and Other Requests from My Kids Stories of Parenthood and Childhood, and he'll be joined by Jenna Friedman, Janine Garofalo, Dana Gould, Marilyn Raskub, and Baron Vaughn at the Swedish American Hall on Market Street here in the city. And then Saturday, January 15th at 4 p.m. at the Great Star Theater on Jackson Street, the five-year anniversary of the 10-year anniversary of the Eugene Meerman Comedy Festival with Jenna Friedman, Janine Garofalo, Kristen Schaal, Sarah Val, and Reggie Watts. And uh, before we get into that, Eugene... Uh, what is it like being able to be uh, to flock with your fellow comedians and descend upon San Francisco for live shows again at Sketchfest? It's very exciting. I've missed um, seeing friends and doing shows, and you know, Sketchfest is also you know probably the most fun uh, comedy festival in the country. So it's just I'm very I'm really looking forward to it. And in addition to the um... The 100 year uh, stop joking for 100 years and other requests from my kid. The the other show you're participating in is kind of in your honor. How how exciting is that for you to be to be honored by your fellow comedians at at that, one of the Sketchfest shows? That is, I would describe it as medium exciting because I am just mildly uncomfortable with the idea, but I am very excited to see them and do a show <laughs> and and sort of uh, joke around together. So I, I think that it, that's one of the cool things is that when, you know, I, I think of like roasts in particular, uh, where you, clearly you're respected by your peers and, and there's so much love for you there. And I think that's a, a true sign of really making it is not necessarily the fame you achieve, but the respect amongst comedians. So what does that say to you in terms of h- how much love you feel from your fellow comedians that there is going to be a show at Sketchfest about you? Um. I mean, I think it's very sweet on the part of both the comedians and Sketchfest. Um, yes, I feel I feel very honored. Um, I believe is the answer. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable and honored. I feel a mix of honored and uncomfortable. You got you got a couple uh, weeks, to, a few weeks to get used to the idea. <laughs> um, absolutely, absolutely. It, it, I think the, that that feeling will remain 
in perpetuity. All right, so we might see Eugene Merman squirming a little bit in in his seat up on the stage. Um, how has stand-up been for you over the last two years? I know so many clubs and venues are shut down. Uh, comedians haven't really been able to to get out there other than, you know, outdoor shows at the beach parking lot or Zoom shows. So how, is, how has stand-up been for you over the last couple years? I mean, very quiet. I haven't really done much. I've done a few shows um, at a small club in Somerville, Massachusetts, like a, a few practice shows, and I've opened for Mike Birbiglia a few times when he was in Massachusetts. Um, I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't touring at all or trying to do any stand-up during the pandemic, um, however, you know, much I would want to endanger all my fans. Um, but, you know, I think now as things are returning and people are vaccinated and boosted and there's, you know, uh, mask, you know, where I am, there's mask mandates, and I think in San Francisco as well, it feels like pretty reasonable, and this is also probably the new normal for quite some time. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to, you know, I've gone to some shows and seen some shows. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see the return of, of live performance. And I know a huge part of comedy is all about being able to refine your set by performing it live. So were you able to at least write during uh, the last year and change? Or were you uh, picking up another hobby like speaking Russian? Um, I mean, I already that was a speak Russian. Dumb so question. I, I realized hobby. it as soon as I said that. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, so that was a very convenient hobby. I don't read and write in Russian, so it's something. <laughs> or I, you know, sort of very poorly. Um, yeah, I did cook. I also have a five year old, so a lot of the pandemic was just sort of getting through a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as opposed to like honing jokes. Um, but but you know, I yeah, I did some writing, and uh, you know, I, I mostly just tried, like many people, to stay above water uh, and not not go crazy. No, I I respect that. I think we're we're all uh, got to the point where we're like sick of the people we live with, despite uh, how much we may love them. Um, we're speaking with uh, Eugene Merman. Uh, remember, check out Sketchfest is back and. You've heard him on on Bob's Burgers, HBO's Flight of the Concords, Archer, Delocated. He's appeared on pretty much all the late night shows too, and he's going to be at Sketchfest for three shows, two uh, two appearances at the Stop Joking for One Hundred Years and other requests from my kid, which stories of parenthood and childhood uh, on January fourteenth at seven thirty and ten o'clock at the Swedish American Hall on Market Street. He'll also be the guest of honor at the five year anniversary of the ten year anniversary of the Eugene Merman Comedy Festival. And that'll be uh, at the Great Star Theater on Jackson Street. And one of the things I love about you, Eugene, is you're, you seem to be on the forefront of creativity a lot. Uh, you, you developed uh, your own stand-up comedy major in college. You founded uh, a production company, Pretty Good Friends, with Julie Smith-Clem. And then you, you started kind of your own comedy festival. Uh, talk to me a little bit about how you, you seem to be on the cutting edge all the time. I mean, a lot of this is that mostly I've I've really, you know, I mean, in terms of a major, I went to a school where you could design your own major. So I went to mm-hmm. Hampshire College where, you know, the thing I really wanted to do was comedy. And so I designed a major of comedy um, and I did a one hour stand up act as my final project. And, you know, for science, I did the physiology of laughter and sort of, you know, made a major <laughs> in that way. But then in general, sort of after that, in terms of festival or working with Julie, like a lot of it is that I've, you know, toured with friends and worked on projects with friends. So most of my career, including the TV shows I've done, is finding people I really enjoy collaborating with and and working with them. So a lot of it is sort of the community and, and, and working with people you love. 
Hey, how did the festival come about? Because I, I, I know it's not an easy thing to get started on your own or even with a few friends. How, how did that come to be? I mean, it came about as a joke. Like, <laughs> there was some reason uh, that something was happening in New York, and now this is like 15 or however many years ago, and I jokingly said, I'm going to do the Eugene Merman Comedy Festival. And I think I was with Mike Robiglia and Julie, who produced this weekly show that we did together. Um, in Brooklyn, and I was like, I'm of course not going to do that. That's an absurd idea. And then they were like, No, you should. It's pretty funny. And so then Julie and I did one uh, at sort of Union Hall and Bell House in Brooklyn, uh, these venues, this one that was opening. And it was really, really fun. And so when it was over, we were like, Oh, maybe we should do it again. And so we kind of just kept doing it, though eventually, like, we both sort of moved away and things changed. But it was, you know, really, really fun. Um, but it kind of basically began as a joke. Did you uh, get a little run down realizing, oh, my God, this is so much work putting this on every year? Yeah, we did it largely for fun. Like it wasn't like, like uh, you know, necessarily like particularly profitable or anything. But it was really fun, and it was such a great sort of thing for everyone and a great way to see friends and, you know, have friends come to town and stuff. So, yeah, it was, you know, like – you know, we didn't have kids when it began, and by the end, we were going to have kids. So it's like, you know, things, or did even, and so things change, but, but it was, yeah, it was a lot of work, but also really fun, you know, and we still work together on lots of different stuff. So I think the thing you realize is sort of that there's different ways to collaborate in different kinds of projects you can have that are still very similar but different. That's very cool. In addition to the the comedy stuff, you've done so many voiceover characters. What is the process for you like when it comes to developing a character um, f- for voiceover work, an animated character, whatever it might be, Bob's Burgers or Archer? Obviously, you have the script, but I think a, a quality voiceover actor really turns it into their own, despite, no matter what the script says, you, you still put your own unique flair to it, so... What is your development of characters like? My unique like? flair, though, is that I use my speaking voice almost <laughs> all the time and that I am cast as basically me, um, or a version of it. I mean, in, in Bob's Burgers, I yell much more than I would in real life. But the truth is, for Bob's, Lauren Bouchard, who created Bob's Burgers, cast each of us, and we recorded you know, sort of a demo over a period of maybe two years or so, tweaking things here and there. But for Archer, you know, I'm drawn to look like me, and I think that the they wanted it to be largely <laughs> my speaking voice. Um, I think the same thing about Apple and Onion. I feel like a lot of the cartoons I've done, um, you know, and a lot of shows, in fact, in both Flight of the Concords and Delocated, you know, I'm either Eugene or a version of Eugene. Same with even Bob's, I'm Gene, you know. The character's drawn to look a little bit like me. So I bring, I think what I bring to characters is myself. It's my speaking voice. There he is. You, you, you... In different, in different to- tones and energies. <laughs> but I don't, but it's not like I, but I, not like a method where I'm like, where I, you know, pretend to be 11 in my mind until people can't bear being around me. No, it's, it's, a, it's a true method because it's, uh, it really is whatever might be in your mind at that time because it's you. Uh, we've yeah. been speaking with Eugene Merman. You can check him out at Sketchfest. It is back, folks, January 7th to the 23rd, 2022. Tickets and schedule available now at SF Sketchfest 2022. That's 2022.com. He'll be participating in two uh, shows of the Stop Joking for 100 Years and Other Requests from My Kid. 
Stories of Parenthood and Childhood. That'll be at the Swedish American Hall on Market, Friday, January 14th at 7.30. And again at 10 o'clock. Those are Pacific time because we're in San Francisco. And then you'll be the guest of honor at the January 15th show at 4 o'clock, the five-year anniversary of the 10-year anniversary of the Eugene Merriman Comedy Festival. It'll be with Jenna Friedman, Janine Garofalo, Kristen Schaal, Sarah Val, and Reggie Watts, and, of course, the person we have been speaking with, Eugene Merman. Eugene, thank you so much for taking some time and joining us. Uh, we're looking forward to welcoming you, welcoming you back to the city for Sketchfest. We can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to be back. It was absolutely our pleasure. We're going to kick things to a break. I'm Dominic Jimenez. This is Titillating Sports. taking a calcium supplement it's probably not doing what you think it is that's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements that's where calcium from algae comes in algae cal plus doesn't just stop bone loss it's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies that's right algae cal plus increases bone density even if you're in your 80s that's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin d to stay strong there are actually 13 minerals and three vitamins needed to build healthy new bone and algae cal plus contains all of them and it's proudly made in the usa your calcium doesn't increase bone density algae cal plus does talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how algae cal plus can start increasing your bone density call now 800-437-8217 that's 800-437-8217 hello you there in the car listen if i was a cop i'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance Woo! i bet that would scare the heck out of you (laughs) but seriously i still want you to get your insurance papers out Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her, me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. 
Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pill sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Titillating Sports continues on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to the show, wrapping this thing up. My thanks to my guests today, Bill O'Neill, Eugene Merman, John Wright, and Jody McVeigh-Schultz. Thank you all for taking some time and joining me. Uh, pleasurable show. I really enjoyed it. Even the cricket. I wasn't sure about how I was going to feel about the cricket. We hit it out of the park, or whatever the cricket equivalent of a home run is, if there is one. Whatever the best type of play you can have in cricket, I feel like that's what we did today. Let's just roll with that. And it's funny, so the, so the Los Angeles Lakers, um, as you know, they traded Kuzma and a couple other players, and they've traded all their picks for Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Now, they're basically... Like an NBA, uh, somebody playing NBA 2K in franchise mode. So you've got LeBron James, you've got Anthony Davis, and you've got Russell Westbrook all making a ton of money. Okay. Taylor Horton Tucker's making $9 million, and Kendrick Nunn's making $5 million. The other eight players on your roster making the minimum. Okay. And now there's reports the Lakers want to get either Jeremy Grant or Ben Simmons. How? How? So Ben Simmons won't happen unless they trade Westbrook, Davis, or LeBron. And they're not trading Davis and LeBron. Maybe they'd flip Westbrook for Simmons and Westbrook and other pieces for Simmons? I don't know. Jeremy Grant? Okay, they say they can make it happen with Taylor Horton Tucker and one of your minimum players. But he's hurt. He had a thumb injury, and he's going to be out for, like, four weeks. Up to six weeks with torn ligaments in his thumb. And you don't know how he's going to fit in. Obviously, on paper, it looks good. Oh, he can he can play the stretch four. Great. But do they really want to trade him? Do the Pistons really want to trade him? For Talon Horton Tucker and Kendrick and Kendrick Nunn and a minimum player? It's not like the Lakers have a lot of first-round picks left, and it's not like the first-round picks are super valuable knowing the Lakers are trying to win another championship. What are you going to trade for Ben Simmons? Russ and a future first-round pick in 2030? It just is a ridiculous report. It really is. Lakers targeting 
Jeremy Grant, and Ben Simmons for deadline deal, which isn't for another two months, mind you. But the absurdity of it. Come on. At least with the Warriors, at least they have assets. The Warrior trade rumors make sense. James Wiseman has value. Jonathan Kaminga, value. Moses Moody, value. And if they got to include a big salary, Andrew Wiggins, value. Lakers don't got value unless you trade LeBron or Davis, and they're not going to do that. And I'm Dominic Jimenez. Tomorrow, another great show. And coming up next, Wrestling Observer Live. We'll see you next time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.